Hi there folks, uh, once again it's Murder, Maya and me and as usual we're covering not just murder but true crime and the things that interest us uh, that's out there in the world. So today we're looking at a lady who uh, was called Jeannie Wiley, I think she's still alive actually isn't she? Yeah. And we're going to talk to you about her. Hi, so it's uh, Maya's going to actually start with, because again, she's got the, the most amazingly beautiful research for the case of Jeannie Wiley, which we've uh, called the case of the feral child. And I think that's how she's well known isn't yeah. it, throughout the world. Um, but before we get into it, I really wanted to say I had a massive fangirl moment when I saw that our Instagram page was being followed by Paul at the True Crime Enthusiast yeah. podcast, because his was actually the very first podcast, True Crime po yeah. podcast that I first listened to. So... I want to say thanks to him and um, we'll put a note tell you how you can find yeah. out about his podcast yeah. and, in our Instagram and yeah. and um, yeah, it's just nice that he's following us on Instagram yeah, that's great. and I know that he's really supportive of people um, so yeah, thanks Paul and my bad for having a complete fangirl moment. He's also followed our Twitter account which I made. Oh has week. he? Oh cool, um, yeah. that's really cool though. Yeah, really nice. Like, he's doing really well. There's I'm... nothing on the Twitter. <laughs> I didn't even know we got through. Pat, no, I just, said that. I, was like, oh. I just made it, and then I was like, I don't really do Twitter, so I don't really know what to do oh, about I it. I don't understand Twitter either. Well, you probably prefer it because it's words. I do yeah. visual. Oh, maybe I should take control of yeah. Twitter and you do. I'll Insta. hand it over to you. Thanks, Dom. <laughs> Cheers. Okay. But anyway, so yeah, thanks, Paul. Really love your show, and I appreciate your support. Thank definitely, you. definitely. Um, so let's dive straight in. Yay! So this is the case of Jeannie Wiley. Um. There is a really good little... It's quite a short documentary um, on YouTube that we both found, didn't we, separately? Yeah. Um, by TLC. It must be an American channel, I right? think that might be like an excerpt from a big documentary. Yeah, it's I think about it must be. It's yeah. long or something, isn't it? So. It gives a good outline. So most mm. of my information is kind of based off that and other sources as well. Probably a bit of Wikipedia in there, you know, my... standard. Yeah. Um, so this all happened in L.A., Jeannie is actually a, is it a pseudonym? Is that how mm -hmm. you, what you call it? Yeah. So that's not her actual name. Um, she was 13 years old when she was found by social workers in the basement. Well, I've put basement, but I don't think it was actually a basement. No. It was um, a bedroom at the back of the house, mm. wasn't it? Um, of her parents' home. She'd never learnt to talk. She wore nappies. Communication was that of an infant. Um, I think the detective on the show said that she looked as though she might be seven years old. Mm. Yeah, because he said he'd got a daughter. Yeah, who was, who was about same. seven, and she was about that size. Yeah, which is quite That's shocking. Unbelievable. That development and being stunted so much. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was Detective Sergeant Lorna Law. Law oh, I don't know. Sorry, pronunciation of. I will get better at pronouncing yeah. names, but. Still not quite there. Um, he was the first to see the child and he, he did remark that it was really quite a shocking sign. Um, and he found it difficult that she, to, to comprehend that she was 13 mm. because she did look so young and so... Um, what's the word? Like There was no development yeah. at all, was there? Um, she was severely mistreated couldn't walk couldn't talk she'd literally had uh, the least possible communi uh, like um not communication um what's the word care 
Yeah, no, what am I trying to think of? The, um, stimulation from oh, yeah, yeah. the outside world, basically. Yeah. She was in a dark room with a tiny bit of light coming in through a window. Mm. Um, like the top corner had been left open, so the, the bottom half. So obviously no one could see in and she couldn't really see out. Mm. Um, she was strapped either to a like a chair, which acted almost, almost as a potty as well. Yeah, I think that's the kind of thing... I'm, you know you see in old people's homes, they yeah. have those chairs which have yeah. got a, a, a toilet facility yeah. that, you know, they see they don't have to be moved a lot because they can't be moved, obviously, but she was actually strapped to yeah. something like that. But that was during the day. That was during the day and then at night she was in almost, he said, he described it as like a cage, didn't he? Like yeah. a chicken wire cage, just cocked type situation. Insane. But I don't think she could even move in there. I think her... Yeah. She, it sounded like she was completely strapped yeah. down, so her movement was near no, near nothing. Yeah, I I read that as well. I read that that she was wherever she was, whether she during the day, whether she was on this sort of like sort of adult ish potty thing, or um, or whether she was in the bed cage thing, she was still shackled, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, unbelievable. Which, like, I've even drawn a little picture of what I thought it might look. Yeah, well, to be honest, that makes a lot of sense. Because I was trying to, I was trying, when, because I watched that documentary, and I was trying to visualise yeah. what the detective was talking about when he said, but I was just, I was so shocked by the fact that he called it like a chicken wire cage. My brain then shut off from the cot thing. So I, I realise now with the photographs that I'm sure you'll probably put up on Instagram. Yeah. Um, you've got of the cot. I realised that probably the way he said it, she had like a the chicken one was over the cot. So yeah, maybe it was a, a cot that they the, just yeah, put the chicken. And your yeah. your picture is actually excellent. So it's kind of that's really helpful for me, so I can visualise it. Yeah, I am quite a visual person, but not like you. Yeah, I have to visualise something. Yeah, otherwise I can't do but it. That that is just unbelievable. It is really quite shocking, isn't it? Disturbing. Really disturbing. Yeah. So. What do you know about her parents then? How come that this all happened? So the father, he was called Clark, Clark Wiley. He was a very much described as being a loner. The, his mother was killed in a hit-and-run accident, which really changed his behaviour. Mm. So we were discussing this case earlier, actually, yeah. trying to work out why it happened to Jeannie, because they had four other children, mm. two that died very early on. They died from recess incompatibility. Yeah. So um, I won't bore you with the details, but that's a really interesting thing if you want to know what that yeah, is. Yeah, that's an interesting thing we mm. could delve into. And then the other one actually survived, the, the boy, boy, the yeah. third child. Um nothing happened to him i think he lived quite a normal life which is weird mm. and then apparently this is what set him off is this accident happened near near the time that genie was mm. born yeah. and for some reason i don't know if it was a reminder of his mum or whatever it might be he's mm. never explained himself because he was killed he killed himself before he yeah. even went to court so there's been no explanation or understanding of why he did these things because Evil. he didn't speak to anyone evil I Um, think think the thing about that though is and we talked about this as well is that I think when I read about his suicide or maybe it was on the um, the program program, yeah he was 70 odd in his late 70s I think so when I said to you earlier you know he was obviously having kids like late 50s there's nothing wrong with that I don't think there's anything wrong with you you do what you want to do but um, I read somewhere that he one of the reasons why they sort of really he controlled his environment is because he couldn't handle noise. Yeah. 
So I thought that was really weird. Yeah, it was like super extreme. Mm. Obviously, he's no longer around. I mean, he'd probably be dead anyway, even if he hadn't killed himself. But he obviously didn't want to answer the questions so why he'd done it. Um, but I, I find it really distressing that out of the two kids that survived, she was the only one that was yeah, I just, like this. Yeah, I finds it really yeah. weird. And he wasn't just like... It was, I, I always feel like when people say, oh, he was a loner, I'm like, yeah. I, to be fair, I characterise myself to be a loner yeah. sometimes as well. Um, I think it's an easy thing to say, but he instructed his wife and his son not to speak to her. Yeah, which is really quite odd. And that's that's the other thing that um, a lot of people find really shocking about this case is that the mother really mm. did nothing about it, or the son. Um, but, if, but if you grow up in an environment like that, like the son, yeah. I don't think you can hold responsible... Because like that's his normality. Yeah, that's like, you life. only realise how weird people are is when you And also if they never saw it, for example, if he was the only one that ever went in there mm. to feed her or whatever or move her, then you I suppose can live with the fact that you've never you don't see the situation so you can just act like it's she doesn't even yeah. exist. Well people can compartmentalise, you yeah. know. You wouldn't have people in special forces if they didn't no, exactly. they weren't able to compartmentalise, you know. And it's kind stuff. of links us back to you know, last the last episode we did on coercive control. Because mm. he must have been controlling in some way. Before. Oh well yeah, I mean the the I think that I don't know if the mum was an older mum as well. I don't know because she was younger than him. I think by about ten years. Yeah, it's weird, though, isn't it? Because I was looking at that film and everyone looks really old. Yeah. Really, I was out for dinner yeah. last night, and and uh, we were talking about how people look younger these days. Thank God. But she, even if she was ten years younger, she looked like she was about ninety. Yeah. In that, so she would have been movie, in her sixties, probably. Oh my God. Yeah. Hideous. Yeah. She must. Mind you, those does that mean she was having kids? If if Jeannie was thirteen, was she having kids in her fifties then? She must have been like in her forties. Unless she was younger when they were arrested. I need to find this out. I'm gonna to have to find out because yeah. she looked really old. I know that she was quite a bit younger mm. than, and she was. And, and so, but that has an impact on the relationships, doesn't it? Definitely, yeah. And she also, so she had a car accident, which left her with a degenerative vision and neuro damage. Mm. Um, Hideous. So she was quite vulnerable, I assume. Yeah. Um, in this situation, and you know. Yeah, I think um, I've written down, her name is Irene, and I think yeah. I've written down that she was just overwhelmed by him, you know. Completely. You know, just dominated, yeah. completely dominated. But yeah. having said that, I don't think... I don't know, it's really hard, isn't it? I don't know how... Where does that, that sort of mother's situation? instinct for, you know, the mother the, the mother tiger or, the, you know, the yeah. mother looking after her cubs? Yeah, because oh. the other interesting thing is that she seemed to then, once he was out of the picture because he killed himself and it wasn't she was so sorry let's carry on i'll come back to that so um clark was arrested he was supposed to go to trial but he never spoke about what he did or why um he killed himself before he was due in court so we never had any sort of communication about what went on or why or whatever Mm. we just have to make assumptions based on what evidence there is anyway genie became a very um, interesting subject to psychologists or scientists. Um, And there was a government-funded project to study Jeannie. And there was two main scientists, um, James Kent and Susan Kurtz. Curtis. Curtis. Yeah. Um, I think 
Susan was the linguist psychologist, and James, I think, just a psychologist. Yeah, child psychologist. Child yeah. psychologist. Um, and they, because they had different theories about um, children can only learn things at certain times, which they called critical periods. Mm. And one of these was language, um, which was obviously what Susan was particularly interested in. They seemed to think, and I think it kind of proved it and kind of disproved it in some ways, because she was able to learn a lot of words and she was able to develop a vocabulary, but she never fully was able to string a sentence together. Mm, Yeah. So there obviously is some sort of critical period where children learn about language yeah as a whole Mm. not just words but how to string a sentence together and how to communicate um but she was able to learn some something so because i know that obviously neuroscience was in its infancy then and i watched a short video about how there's two different parts of the brain when it comes to learning language There's the part where you can pick up words, yeah, and then there's the part that enables you to actually put them all together and provide, you know, like a flowing kind of syntax and, yeah. and a sentence and the rest of it. And obviously, the critical period was relevant for the the grammar part. They they called it grammar in that video, didn't yeah. they? The actual putting a sentence together, yeah, rather than the actual words itself. Because what they thought of her, they thought that she, you know, might have some sort of mental retardation. But they realized straight away that she was actually quite clued up, yeah. But she just couldn't articulate yeah. the things that were in her mind. Yeah. Which is, I just think that must be so devastating. Absolutely. And that I girl. think what a lot of the controversy around this <clears> was, <throat> yes, it was a great case. And, you know, mm. once in a lifetime opportunity to study and prove theories wrong and yeah. right, which is great in some ways. I mean, we need to continue, scientists need to continue to learn, understand Absolutely. what do they need to. But we, we want to continue to develop an understanding. And this was an amazing opportunity to do so. However, I think there was some sort of loss of remembering that she was an extremely traumatised young girl who had no one really to stand up for her. Mm -hmm. And there became, at one point, the mother and the psychologist started to have a little bit of tug of war over her. Mm. And the mother ended up putting forward an injunction, I believe. Yes. Is that the term? Yeah, I think so, yeah. an injunction that would mean that she was no longer allowed to be tested or, mm. or researched. Like a research project. Yeah. yeah. Which is what really it felt... I mean, we were talking about this again earlier. Yeah. They really were... It felt almost like they'd lost sight of how much they were exploiting her. Well, I feel like in this situation, she's obviously been failed by her parents. And then... And I think the thing that I found interesting is that at 18, she was then given back to her mum, which mm-hmm. I find mind-blowing. And her mum quite quickly dis- discovered that she couldn't look after her, you know, yeah. within about weeks. You know, it wasn't yeah. months, it was weeks. And so she then went into, like, these homes, and, and that's where I think the mum suddenly thought, hang on a minute, because so she's being argued over by all these people who wanted to study her. And yeah. it's like... She's been, I feel very much, just from that very short clip that I I watched and the things that I read about her, that she was victimised twice, really. Yeah. Once by her birth family and then secondly by the state. And so I, I felt that that James Kent guy, when he was doing an interview, he was saying about how what would have been needed for her was the a family. Yeah. Whereas the linguist woman didn't really seem to be bothered by that very much. She just wanted to finish the project. Yeah, and I think... 
Although she didn't specifically say that. That's no, the but reading between the lines, I yeah. didn't. I didn't like her. No, um, it got a bad vibe. Yeah, but I think I think the poor in all of this, poor Jeannie, she's she's desperately trying to figure out, you know, probably what what her place is in the world and she was obviously disturbed you know there's, there's video footage of her rocking and yeah rocking and, and, and that's that's very stuff, yeah, yeah that's very very um, common in people who, who who obviously that's a self-soothing comforting kind of um process isn't it and i i sort of wonder maybe well i'm, I'm i would like to think in the 21st century that would never ever happen again because i mean we've done recently we did a research in ethics um assignment when we were at uni and yeah. part of it says you know you've got to you've got to have the ethics committee approval i mean how the hell did presumably all of that stuff came into place because things like this was happening and yeah and genie became a commodity and all when of it. was this 1973 I oh think. that was like the worst time for this kind of stuff though wasn't it <sighs> stuff was psychology like yeah. there's loads of these um was that when i think that do you ever watch the or hear about the prison experiment no, you told me about that. I had I had read about it, and I'm then sure you told I was me about in the nineteen seventies. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the reason why that you you have such stringent controls and regulations about ethics and research nowadays is because of stuff that went on yeah. in the nineteen sixties and seventies. I mean, Doctor Spock. I don't know if you remember Spock. is a guy that did research on children and determined that uh, you know children will not thrive. They can have food and they can have nourishment and they can have you know, warmth and bed to sleep at night. But if you don't interact with them on a loving basis every yeah. day, they don't thrive. Yeah. There's no way that they would get away with doing that kind of thing no. in, in the 21st century because it's no. too distressing for the kids. Yeah. Um, and it's the same with Jeannie. Obviously, yeah. her needs were probably marginalised, or she was marginalised rather, and her needs were secondary to the research. There's loads. If I mean, if anyone's... I've, done um did psychology when i was at school and what i did find absolutely fascinating is some of the studies that were conducted in the 1960s and mm. 70s that were so obviously inhumane yeah um but without them we wouldn't know half the stuff that we know today know. and it's kind of this whole catch-22 is yeah yeah we want to understand about humans but in a way that is morally right and not mm. pushing the boundaries but it's yeah. really hard but it is because i think it's like well where do you draw the line yeah the nazis were experimenting on humans because yeah. they wanted to know about stuff but they would you know they were, the stuff that they were doing is outrageous you could argue that the people who treated genie like this are pretty cut from the same cloth i'm not saying they were by any stretch of imagination but you know she was really not Great, and I mean, the bless her. She, she was she's, a prisoner in her own home, yeah. literally. And she's now been in care. I think, um, I don't know how old she's, like 62 now or something, or, or, her whole or 67. Life. She's been in care for her whole life as an yeah. adult. And maybe, just maybe, if they'd have decided to get her with a family rather than look at her as a research project, maybe she would have had a different life. Now, yeah. maybe her life is great because there doesn't seem to be much information about her once no. she went into the system as an adult. Everything kind of She's in California that. somewhere. I mean, you know, they, they lived in this little house and Maya's got a picture of it. And it's really, really... It's just a little house, a typical American little nothing house. There's nothing you, you wouldn't think. Oh God, inside here is is a is an evil person. You know, but, locked his child. Like that house we drove past the today that was being oh, raided by the I police. Know. God, I know that, <laughs> that was just mad. looked like any old house, didn't it? I know. How many cops there? 
Seven, like, eight? Yeah, that was like six pieces. There piece was so class. many. Yeah. That's a big grade. But anyway. But yeah, I mean, you know, it was really innocuous, that house, isn't it? And thing, you never know where something's going to happen. Exactly. And I think that she she's disappeared into the system. Sure. You can't find out anything about where she is now. Or no. Anything. And right so. Great, yeah. yeah, because she needs to be protected. But yeah. I feel really sad that she could have actually been protected right from the get-go. Yeah. Um, because Definitely. technology's moved on. You've got those amazing pictures of the MRI scans yeah, and, and the brain. Yeah, I'll put those on Instagram. So and you can really see the difference amazing. between a normal child's brain and an extremely neglected brain. Horrifying. It's, it's literally... What would you say? It's well, three quarters of the size. Yeah, I mean, and not as well developed. You can. There's a lot more gaps, space. Yeah, yeah basically the edges. There's you can see it's huge you, areas. Of, you can, of, yeah, you know, black where the, the there is no brain tissue. Yeah, and that's what they said in the video, wasn't the it? That, that, um, yeah. she. She doesn't, you know, when you're when this part of your brain is not stimulated because language is learned and used because you're modelling the behaviour of the person that you're talking to. So if you don't speak much to your children, they won't they mis- they won't be able to sort of develop an, a, a yeah. language and a skill. Yeah, there's a physical change if yeah. nothing happens. And it, it makes sense, doesn't it? Because we now know so much more about neuroscience. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say in a really convoluted way is, <laughs> I genuinely believe we would have found the answers to the research. Yes, it might have taken us longer, but neuroscience is massive now. It's a huge field of science and study. So did did she have to pay the price for it? I mean, I'm sure there'd be somebody... It's hard to say yes or no. Yeah, I'm sure somebody out there would say, well, you know, one person doesn't really matter. Debate, isn't it? Yeah. It's a big debate. But I I feel feel like, like, you know, watching the pictures of her rocking and and she obviously was just so disturbed by really it all disturbed. and and had no no one really there for her and her mum didn't have she didn't have the capacity to look after either just tragic a tragic tragic story really tragic but also in a really twisted messed up way um you've learned something from it yeah really fascinating um so yeah that that was that's genie and I think the thing that's really interesting about that is the understanding that, and I didn't know that actually. I knew that language, I knew how language happens that you have to talk, but I didn't know that there's this thing called critical periods. Yeah. I did, I, you know, I did not know that that was. No, I hadn't um, heard of that before. It was actually um, my partner's sister that pointed this case out to us. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to Rachel for doing yeah, that. Yeah, thanks, Rachel. It has been really interesting. I'd never, I'd never heard Massively. of Jeannie before. No, because she's actually studying psychology and um, obviously knows a bit more about this stuff. So she did explain to me critical mm. periods. Yeah. I, my brain did it not did remember not it. Co- <laughs> doesn't remember much, to be honest. <laughs> Tell me one thing, I'll know you're it for having, five you're minutes. You're in a food coma, though, because oh, we, we, yeah. we went to the gym this morning and then had a swim and then, uh, by mistake, accidentally went into Marks and Spencer's and probably bought the whole shop. Literally, I've got about seven items in my bag. Including profiteroles, which I absolutely Oh, love. my God, I forgot you bought those. Yeah, hopefully my mum doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in trouble. Oh, bless you. I did go to the gym, Mum. Promise. <laughs> no, First time did. in, like, six months. My body was shaking. Like, you know when every single muscle, like, you use every single muscle and it just shakes uncontrollably? Yeah. Uh, honestly. 
good feel well, good for it yeah, though. And we went for a swim afterwards, yeah. which was lush. That was nice. So really, really nice. So yeah, this is a short episode. I it mean, is. we we will find um things to talk about and we'll talk about them for as long as we can talk about them if that makes sense i don't think yeah we're, we're, we're not we literally set. we've said this before we're, we're sort of learning as we go we appreciate your feedback it's it's really useful and helpful for us and we're just trying to figure out what works for us and what you lot like so um so yeah um, thanks for all the support so far yeah and it's been really cool stay tuned because we'll keep releasing every wednesday um ha- keep keep an eye on the instagram page i'm sure we'll get more and more into the social media as we go and we've got more to sort of talk about yeah. and post um and, and i'm i'm going on holiday t- not tomorrow on friday so i can mm. quiz own about he's really into twitter yeah he's obsessed with it so oh, i can he, actually yeah yeah i'll give you the sign in yeah and then i can maybe say he can do like a twitter Masterclass where I'm sitting by the pool drinking my margarita. <gasps> oh my god, know. I'm so I jealous. I don't even ever like margarita. No, mojito. Jesus oh Christ. my god, yes, I love mojito. <laughs> yeah, That's mojito. my favourite drink. Oh, if I could, I used to have virgin mojitos when I was younger. Oh, did you? Yeah. When we They're went nice to, though. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Went to Mauritius, they make them the lemonade mm, as the base. Yeah. Um, when we were kids, we used to go and mum would order like an alcoholic margarita. Yes. <laughs> no, mojito, sorry. And then mm. we would have. Oh my god, they were they were so good. I'm gonna have it's to. It's the fresh mint as well. When yeah. you're in a hot place, having something with mm. lots of crushed ice and the fresh mint. I'm gonna mm. have a mojito. I'll I'll text you a picture of my oh, mojito. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I'll probably be sat in the rain somewhere. Wow. Well, yes, we're we're sitting here and it's not very nice. So um, English bloody weather. It, yeah, it's, it's you know last year was exceptional. I think we all got yeah. a bit spoiled. So I'm I'm going to. Um, I say this. I actually that. much prefer winter to summer. Yeah. I'm a winter baby. I don't really like hot weather. It has to. Be, I have to be somewhere mm. that's a hot place. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, I like. I like. The, I like all of it. I like the diversity you? between. You know, I like the fact that we have seasons. And I couldn't just really live, live somewhere where there was no get what you seasons mean. at all. Couldn't do California. No. I love Australia. Couldn't live there. No. There's too yeah, I'm the same with too that. little because um, you kind of get fed up with winter towards the end yeah and then you're and ready for summer da-da. yeah and spring oh, and then our summer flowers. no not much summer not at the moment but yeah so um so yeah we'll I will try and sort the Twitter out <laughs> see how that goes yeah keep an keep an eye on Instagram again give us any feedback yeah yeah I don't think there's any more to no. say really thank you so much take care thanks bye. bye.